You're listening to Hurt at Sports Radio. We're wrapping up the show here on Hurt at Sports Radio, AM 590, ESPN Omaha, ESPN Tri-Cities, KFOR in Lincoln. We're live on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. And, of course, we're live from Hurt at Sports Bar and Grill. That's DB. I'm Ravi Lula. We're brought to you by the Team Jack Foundation. They just had their gala on Saturday. Uh, great event for everybody involved there. want to remind you some of the things that Team Jack Foundation is trying to accomplish. First and foremost, the focus is finding on better treatments for kids fighting brain cancer and one day a cure. And the reason that's so important is because treatments currently used are decades old. We're talking almost 50 years old for some of these treatments, which means they're highly toxic. Even if a child survives the brain tumor, they're often left with lifelong issues due to the old, out-of-date, and toxic treatments. The Team Jack Foundation has partnered with over 13 projects at this point, raising over $12 million and counting for this goal, including being involved with the University of Nebraska Medical Center and the creation of the Nebraska Childhood Brain Tumor Program. If you want to get involved, you can check out their events. You can donate right there from the website. It's teamjackfoundation.org to get involved with this very worthy cause. Uh, just over the break here, trying to uh, figure out how many Academy Award winning movies uh, that DB has seen. We're up to 15, and we're not even to present day yet. So that's pretty good. That's not bad. I've seen 15. My buddy. There was a heck of a run, though. Yeah. Oh, I told you. It was going to be the 90s and, like, into the 2000s is where you really started. Is that for up. Pitcher of the Year? Is that where you're rolling through? Yeah. For what of the year? The Pitcher of the Year. Like Nolan Ryan. No, it's called the Cy Young. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yes, we were going through. I'm still laughing. Like at a Ready, National League or at, American League? At ready-made Dr. Seuss. That's a little harsh for my man Cameron Newton. Uh, listen, he's got a very eclectic style. Yeah, it's a little much. It's not. It's not for me. But I got. Like I don't. I, mean, I listen. I appreciate much. the confidence to rock what you like. You yeah. know, gotta do what you gotta do. And I think he. He. I. I think that's kind of. And he's like six five two fifty. I'm not gonna ask questions. Yeah, probably bigger than that. It, I mean, he's at least that. He's a big. He's dude. a big, big dude. Yeah. Um. Wanted to get into a, the college football playoff a little bit I, here. I never cheered so hard for his comeback. With New England? Uh, I probably did, but his was up there. It wasn't like Tiger or somebody, but. Yeah, I kind of, I was, I didn't love the way he got treated on the way out at Carolina. Um, Maybe Kobe from his Achilles. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. I did, I've never been a huge Cam Newton guy because I didn't like that Auburn team. So it was, you know, I, it was hard to separate his pro career from that for me. Yeah, I think there's – I didn't either, um, but I did think, like, you look at that D-line and stuff, they turned out to be better than I think they were given credit for yeah. going into that game. The so offense – I think that was Farley and those guys. Yeah, the offense wasn't there. Like, none of those but, guys But I do out, think – I, I do have an appreciation for, like, imposing your will. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And that's what they did. But I got something interesting for you. And I – Outside of Dukey Clint, he's probably the biggest Duke fan I know. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, he, I, there are a lot. Maybe I should. Duke say. fans in your he's life. Top, he's top five. Fair Duke fans, right? And it would be easy for him to take the, uh, you know, Phil Pasky, It's my guy. This, that, and the other. But you know what he said? What I thought this was interesting. He goes, 
He's remember I, I told you earlier he said schools let it happen for marketing purposes. Mm-hmm. This was early. This was like in the seven o'clock hour. Yeah. And I said, shoot, you know, there's probably something to that. And he comes back with this. He says, I think it's being overanalyzed. Schools want the court storming whenever they play Blue Buds or number one ranked teams. More security is probably the answer. Jay Billis also just said schools use it for recruiting and marketing purposes. Now, he's a die hard. Mm-hmm. I mean, like die hard Duke Blue Devils fan. Yeah. And even he's not on the cancel get rid of it over purposes. Like, I think he still has the ability to, like, yeah, peel back the layer and see, and, you know, and you're obviously going to need Phil Pawski, but So, full disclosure, I kind of like the moment that it creates, right? Because he's right. It is a nice marketing piece. It is a nice recruiting piece. And obviously it means, so, like, I didn't mind it when Nebraska stormed the court against Purdue. I, didn't, I obviously didn't mind it when Creighton stormed the court against UConn. And generally speaking, Nothing bad happens, for the most part, right? For as many court stormings as we've had, we have not really had that many issues. That can be true on one side, and like we said earlier, two things can be true at the same time. I can also acknowledge, hey, we're creating a probably unsafe situation, right? The more people you have in kind of a chaotic area, small, packed-in area, the more likely it is something bad's going to happen, whether it's a player getting hurt, whether it's a fan getting hurt, whatever. And so... I can kind of appreciate the moment that happen that it happens in and not even necessarily be against that moment and understand like yeah it's probably for everyone's best interest if we make this stop right cuz that's kind of where I'm at so you're done with it I'm not like I like the moment but I also understand if people are like hey we need to fix this okay so you're like a fix guy not it, not stop I mean, whatever it looks like. I don't know what the, That's why I asked you. That's why my first question was, what is the fix here? Like, what's the solution? I, I think it's security presence. And I also think it's, I think sometimes you have to deal with foolishness on a little bit harsher level. Like, I'm a big meet people where they're at guy. Yeah, right. And you mentioned that earlier where it's, hey, if you're going to act like you're. Uh, like, sometimes if people want to be on social media and that's how they best communicate, sometimes even though it's not your style, you have to meet them on social sure. media. That's fair. Or through social media or something like that. That's fair. I, I can appreciate that. Um, let's get to college football playoff here a little bit while we've got like five minutes. But Is that it? That's all we got left. That's the whole show. Uh, Robbie here for advocate of expansion. I like the idea of expansion. I do. But. I also, I understand what you're saying, whereas, and I don't like what's happening right now because I don't understand how, hey, we're, we're going to approve a 12-team thing out of one side of our mouth, and now the other side of our mouth, we're going to talk to expanded 14 or 16 before we even see if the 12-team thing works. That doesn't make a lot of sense to me. That feels like a reckless money grab. And we all know at the end of the day, like what we're doing here in terms of why things are expanding, but can we make it make sense first? Like, is it okay to make the money grab, but, like, let's make it make sense, and then we grab the money? It's not like it's going anywhere. Yeah, but so do you know kind of like the the, let, the classic letdown game thing? Sure. Do you know why I don't want to let you off the hook? On the letdown game? or On, like, because I feel like you want it both ways, right? Like, you wanted expansion. I do want expansion. But you don't like the fact that it is where it is currently. I would like them to figure their things out a little bit better. Okay, do you realize when serious expansion talk – like, really started. When? I would go 21, 20. Okay. Right? So you're talking about four legitimate years. One of them was a COVID year. Fair. 
without the agreement even being up yet. It was, hey, it's coming up in three years. Hey, it's coming up in two years. Hey. You rights. mean from the four team? Yeah. Fair. How much time did you think you were going to get? <laughs> With a four team? To figure it out. Um, I don't know. That's a fair question. Right? Cause That's a fair question. I, it, it's, just, it's, just my, it's just what I – like sometimes we're not afforded the luxury to go back and, and talk about like where we are right now without addressing how we got there. Because all, all you're going to do mm-hmm. is increase your chances of repetitive behavior. That's fair. I guess – So, right, like I, I feel like you've you, you got to be held accountable – for and I'm not even a pound of flesh guy, so that's the wrong term. But you have to have the discussion of why it moves so fast. Because if you get people to say out loud, mm-hmm. do you know why this moves so fast? We saw all this money. We saw a lot make. of dollar signs. And because we have all this money and we see that it's kind of gotten a free-for-all with these conferences, this is how we're going to roll. Is everybody cool with that? And then see how people react. <laughs> Listen, if they just said that. <laughs> then see how people react. We kind of had this conversation off air with Adam McClintock Friday um, after his segment. How where about his data? Inc- yeah. The injury thing? Unbelievable. I had we no need, idea it was that Do we need to high. share that if we're going to talk about it out loud? Yeah. So Adam McClintock from Matrix Analytical, cultural professor, he, we were talking about the playoff expansion on Friday a little and bit. And how other, how NAI, like D2, D3 has done. Right. The multiple games, and they've for been a while. fine, yeah, for the most part. And how you can't have the expansion and still try and talk about player safety, you know, kind of the same thing we were talking about the NFL going to seventeen or eighteen games, right? And he was saying his data shows because they did this study for one of their clients. <laughs> he said, "Okay, y'all touched a nerve." Yeah, that the rate of injury in a Power Five game versus a Group of Five game is three times, three times more likely to get a season-ending injury at the Power 5 school than G5. Adding more playoff games is not beneficial to players at all. I get the entertainment value, but let's not act like there won't be collateral damage by playing more games. That was only a portion yes. of my soapbox, which, which, by the way, I got the Blue Squirt Irish Spring. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You I said you're an Irish green. Spring guy. I used to be just green. Yeah. Came out blue. It smells sensational. So you're like an Irish Spring gel. You're not using the bar? Nah, I did not like the aloe version. Not an aloe guy? No. I understand. That Thank you for letting me say that. Whatever it, you want to do. It had nothing to do with anything. That's all right. All those soapboxes. Soapbox, you know, trying to clean it up. I don't know. And that's just partial. Like, it, let, just, say the, just say the quiet part out loud and see if we can handle it. See what it will be like. Well, that's, the, that's why they don't say the quiet part out loud, right? Because the, the fact of the matter is there is no justification for this from a player safety standpoint. But you do realize, though, if you say the quiet part out loud, you give people the opportunity to know what they're dealing with. To either with. buy in or not. And you won't get as much uh, – this is weird, but you won't get as much um, hateful pushback – if you just say, and if you just admit it, if you just admit it, well, people will be more apt to work with you. Well, you're taking the ammunition away from, right? It's, it's called disarming. It's like Eight Mile, where where Eminem just goes, "Hey, these are all things you're gonna say about me. Here it is. What do you have to say now? Uh, nothing." Yeah. Anthony Mackie got real quiet in that situation, <laughs> right? Like, it, it's if if the if they just come out and say, "Hey, this is a money grab." We understand it's not best for the players. If they want to opt out, they're more than welcome to. But they're seeing some of this money now, so this is what it is. And I and I guarantee you, the response 
It'd be a lot different. It'd be a lot different. Uh, We will probably continue talking about this tomorrow because we still need to talk about Notre Dame.